Although many of us strive to be the best dad we can be, many physicians struggle with finding balance between their life at home and their life at work. This is the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast, the show where we discuss topics involving our minds, bodies, beliefs, relationships at home, and upping our game with our business practices and financial knowledge to better improve our role as dad in the lives of those around us. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, physician, husband, father to two boys, and self-proclaimed imperfect dad. Join me as I learn to raise my own imperfections within all these topics. Now, let's get to today's discussion. Hello and welcome to the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, and this is your Friday review show. And, you know, last week I kind of compared Grinch and Christmas and are you being a good parent and how you talk about Christmas with your kids? Well, this week I'm just going to talk real quick about how I feel like I've had to be a Grinch about Christmas to my patients. And I'm going to explain to you why, but first let's hear from this week's sponsor, which is Laurel Rhodes. You're you in 30 years. Whoa. Some advice. Open a Laurel Road checking account when you refinance your student loans. You could get a rate as low as 1.37% variable APR, plus a cash bonus. I can do that. Also, don't date Parker. Ew, the defense attorney? Trust me. Save yourself with Laurel Road. Visit laurelroad.com slash save yourself for more information. Rates depend on your credit profile and include discounts. Terms and conditions apply. Laurel Road is a brand of KeyBank, member FDIC. Okay, so let's talk about what I mean by being a Grinch to my patients. You know, sadly, last couple of weeks, we are constantly seeing kids coming into the office positive for COVID. Now, we're seeing more things, too. Influenza A is out there, guys. We are getting a ton of it. So make sure you know about that because, sadly, we still have patients refusing the flu vaccine, remembering how we didn't have any flu last year, hoping it's not coming. Well, it's here. So we're seeing a lot of influenza A, but... Every day, I'm getting multiple positive COVID cases a day, and it's not fun for anybody, obviously, because even though most of the time kids are not having as bad of outcomes with COVID, it interferes with life, right? Now, again, I'm not saying kids don't have bad outcomes. They do in some cases, but most of the time it doesn't, but it still interferes, right? It interferes with going to school, which has negative impacts on people. It interferes with parents being able to work, negative impacts. It causes people in the family to have to quarantine, negative impacts. And so this is not fun when you're diagnosing this every single day. But the hardest thing right now is we're so close to Christmas. We're within two weeks of Christmas. What does that mean? If I have a kid coming into my office this week with COVID, they aren't traveling anywhere for Christmas. Neither is their family. And nor should they be having anybody come in to travel and see them? So in an essence, I am being the Grinch, right? I am stealing Christmas from these people. And it sucks so much as a physician because I know that people sacrificed last year in terms of not being able to travel, not being able to see family for the holidays. And I think most of us are looking forward to that this year. I know Omicron's out there. I know there's still a lot of spread and people are saying we got to do what we did last year in some cases. I, It's hard to do that. I get it because listen, we're all trying to do what we, we're supposed to do. We're getting our vaccines. We're getting our boosters. We're wearing our masks. And a lot of us are just like, what else am I supposed to do here? And it's hard to take that away from people. And I'm not here to tell you what you should and shouldn't do with that. But if you got somebody in the family who's been diagnosed with COVID within two weeks of Christmas, you better be staying away from people. And that's important for our family because, again, we're supposed to go visit my parents for Christmas. And that means people who are older, people who might be at higher risk for health issues. And I'm not going to get them sick. I'm not going to have my kids get them sick. And 
the concern here is I think my biggest fear, honestly, is what if one of us tests positive like three days before we're supposed to go? Christmas is done, at least in that regard. Now, I talked last week about how you don't focus in on all of the, you know, doodads and gizmos and gadgets and lights for Christmas because that's what frustrated the Grinch, right? But to me, Christmas is mainly about family and being with your family. And I didn't get to do that last year. And I think for me, if that happened, it would feel like Christmas was being taken away from me. And that'd be tough to come back from because my expectation right now is to go and see them. And so I feel so bad for these parents and these families who potentially have all these changes to their Christmas plans um, due to this virus right now, again. And again, it's the right thing to do, but it's just hard. You know, I think we have to look at this, not just from obviously the medicine and the scientific side of things, but just from the human side of things, it is hard. And it's not just hard for these parents, but it's hard for us doctors telling these families that they have to change things. They have to cancel things. They have to do this and that. And it's been pretty difficult, not going to lie. Now, with that said, one of the things that's been popping up at our office and phone calls we keep getting, it seems like, is that um, parents are doing tests at home due to exposures or due to symptoms for their kids, these um, at-home antigen tests, and they're coming back positive. And pretty much every single one is calling and saying, okay, I need to bring my kid in to get a PCR test because we had a positive antigen test. And it kind of drives me crazy because people are calling in for positive antigen tests, right? Because of symptoms, but no one's causing in for negative antigen tests because of symptoms to get a PCR to make sure that negative is correct, right? We're, we're very quick to believe our antigen tests that are negative are truly negative, but we have a hard time believing our antigen tests that are positive are truly positive. And it's actually interesting. I posted about this in a physician group I'm in, and I actually got a lot of back and forth talk about it. And the thing for me is just, you know, antigen tests are designed to be highly specific, meaning they have a very low risk for a false positive. Now, false negatives are much higher. So people who are doing at-home COVID tests really should be doing the two that come in the box, usually just to confirm the negative with a negative and it decreases your risk for false negative. Um, but that's also why if you do an antigen test somewhere and it's negative, they recommend doing a follow-up PCR to make sure it's truly negative. Well, if you have a positive on an antigen, these are supposed to be positive, meaning if you've got a positive test, it's a positive test. Now, if your test has been sitting out in the cold and it froze and thawed and froze and thawed, maybe that affected it. Maybe the um, it's expired, the reagent's expired and that's affecting it. These are possibilities. So I, I always, what I would say is if you don't believe the first test that's in the box and you got the second one, you can do another test to see if it's positive. Or if you really want to test it out, don't swab your nose. Put the reagent in, do the whole thing, don't actually swab and see if it comes back positive. And if it does come up positive without swabbing anything, then you know the test is faulty, and then you should go get a PCR test. Otherwise, a positive antigen is a positive, guys, and you got to treat it that way. And I'm sure many of you will probably test maybe before you travel this winter um, and those kind of things. And if that's the case and you get a positive on that antigen, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it is a positive test. Don't go begging somebody for a PCR. Cause here's the thing. If you go get a PCR and it's negative, which one are you going to trust? Are you going to trust the negative PCR? Cause it makes you feel better. Cause negative PCR does not mean always negative. We know that PCRs can have false negatives. And although they're very sensitive, meaning lower risk for false negatives, I think it's around a 2% chance. And so there's a very possible chance that if you get a positive antigen, but a negative PCR, you are still positive. Now, I understand their situations. And I also understand that some places like schools or businesses are not allowing people to use at-home antigen tests as a positive indicator. And you have to have a PCR to say you're positive. To me, 
if I was a place of business or a school, I don't think I would be taking that risk. I actually had a situation recently where a person tested positive twice at had home antigen tests, but their business would not accept it. So they went and got a PCR test done. PCR came back negative and this business allowed them to come back to work the next day. This patient was symptomatic. I'm not going to give you any more information because I don't want to violate any HIPAA issues here. But to me, that just does not seem very intelligent from a business perspective because you're potentially, whatever that business is, potentially putting people at significant risk. Now, I understand it's the holiday season. I understand people are short staffed for different reasons. But the question is, is if we're not going to trust the antigen tests, why do we have them? Right? If we're going to trust an antigen test negative test more than the positive, that's completely backwards thinking. And we got to remember that. So just with the holiday seasons coming up, just remember with those antigen tests at home, you got to trust the positives. Now, if you don't believe it and you think it's a faulty test, like I said, take that second one in the box, although it'll feel like it's wasting it, and run a test without swabbing a nose, see what happens. If it's positive too, then it's a faulty test, and then you should get a PCR. But if it doesn't show up positive, you probably have a true positive, and you got to stick with it. All right, guys? And I don't want to be a Grinch for your Christmas, nor do I want to be a Grinch for my Christmas and steal it away. And so I'm crossing my fingers that all of you stay healthy out there and none of this affects you. All right? If it does affect you... Do the best you can. I know it's not going to be easy. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you got to be sunshine and rainbows and be perfect for everybody. It's going to be frustrating. It's going to be kind of a bummer for everybody. But you got to try to make Christmas the best you can. And I know for me, I'll be bummed if it happens to us. But I also got to tell myself I got to make it the best I can for my kids and my wife and myself. And hopefully, I'll be able to do that if that situation arises. I'm just going to sit here and pray that it doesn't. All right. Not even going to pray for you guys if it doesn't happen to you as well. Otherwise, have a good holiday season, embrace the imperfection, and I'll see you next time. My dad, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, is a pediatrician, father, and husband. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and is for your education and entertainment only.